0: My very first day in Europe was in the Netherlands, and back in the 1970s, when I started taking Americans on bus tours around Europe, I always made a point to start right there. The tidy, compact way Dutch society organizes itself makes it a leading example of European efficiency. It's a fascinating place to get to know, from the rise of the Dutch Republic back in the 17th century to its role at the heart of today's European Union. Much of what we consider typically Dutch comes from the two powerhouse provinces of the Netherlands. That's the area they refer to as Holland. It includes all the action of the country's largest cities, Amsterdam, Rotterdam, and The Hague. Angelique Mergler was raised in the historic city of Delft. She makes her living guiding visitors around Holland and joins us now on Travel with Rick Steves. Angelique, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) So, Angelique, this is a point of confusion for a lot of Americans Is it Holland or is it the Netherlands? What's the difference between the two words?
1: Well, there's a lot of differences, actually, because, as you've been saying, Holland is consisted of North and South Holland. It's the two main provinces. And the Netherlands was built in in the 16th century as the first republic in the world. And Holland was the, the area which was the most powerful in that republic.
0: Consequently, most of the important classic Dutch sightseeing would be in the most important section of that country, and that would be what is Holland. How many provinces are in Holland altogether? Twelve. Twelve, and two of them are North and South Holland. Yes. But that's less than half of the territory, isn't it? Yes. But I think the majority of your sightseeing is likely to be in Holland. Yes. So when we refer to the Netherlands as Holland, that's really not accurate, is it? No, no. It was like calling the United States Texas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, people will know what you mean.
0: They know what you mean, but it's nice for us to know yes. that the uh, historic core of the country, you could say, is yes. North and South Holland, and we can call it Holland, and it's everything is within an hour of a train ride or a drive from Amsterdam.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Now, when we think of Holland and, and land below sea level, we've got this whole vision of reclaiming the sea, and there was a big inland sea, or a big the Zyder Sea, right?
1: Yeah, the idea was just to make money, I guess, and <laughs> they wanted to put cows on it, and have agriculture on the land, and
0: So you had a big bay that came in, and and there was a lot of dunes and islands, and they could lace those dunes and islands together and and shut off the sea.
1: Yes, yes. And then
0: pump out the water.
1: They put dikes around it, actually, Mm -hmm. and then they just started pumping, and in some areas they, they pumped out the water and there was a meter of fish lying just there. Just <laughs> so you can imagine... Like draining
0: the sea and there was just yes, fish left. Yes,
1: yes. And so. it changed
0: the economy because these were towns that were trading all over the world. Yes. Dutch East India Company and, and great fishing towns and suddenly they're landlocked. Yes. And it's sort of like time warp. All of a sudden the industry is finished and you have a, a little town that's trapped in the past. Yes. Marken is a very popular tourist town just mm-hmm. half an hour north of Amsterdam. M-A-R-K-E-N. Mm-hmm. And... It's quite touristic, but I find it's really beautiful and it has a, a feeling that it was important at one time and then suddenly it's, it's a little island in the middle of a lake instead of yes. a, a fishing port on the ocean.
1: Yeah, that's what happened basically, yes.
0: This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Angelique Merkler and our phone number is 877-333-7425. Teresa's on the phone in Seattle. Teresa, thanks for your call.
2: I was really surprised. My son lives in Rotterdam, and I was really surprised at how big that port is. We took a port tour and it goes on and on forever. Mm. And all these little side channels. I'm from Seattle and we have a port, but our port is one hundredth of the size.
1: Yes, yes. It's a very big port. It used to be the biggest, but I think that has changed now with India and all the other countries. But it's still emerging. one of the biggest, in one of the it's, top yeah, in the world. It's
0: and, and, top uh, five, And yeah. Teresa, you took a, I took that same tour. That's quite an interesting boat ride through the port, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and there are, what, three oil refineries in their port? I mean, it's that kind of huge.
0: And can you and imagine, yes. it's all sea level, and what they've got is this storm surge protection barrier. Mm-hmm. And I was just visiting this thing. It's the, what is the name of it, the
1: Maaslandkering, the Maasland
0: Storm Surge Protection Barrier. And it's like two arms of this thing that are each as big as the Eiffel Tower laying down that are on wheels. And it's like two Eiffel Towers coming together when necessary to stop the sea from surging in and sinking Rotterdam.
2: And as you're going along on the boat, there's all these ports and then there are windmills just such an interesting combination.
0: Now, of... you, you, are you talking about modern windmills or old windmills?
2: Yeah, well, no old windmills.
0: I like the old windmills uh, right next to the modern windmills. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're not beginners at this. The Dutch know how to harness the wind and pump that water.
2: That's right. They do.
0: Were you staying in Rotterdam, actually?
2: Yeah, we did. We've stayed in Rotterdam a couple of times. Our, our son lives there.
0: So oh, I was going to he... say, because most tourists don't stay in Rotterdam, but you've got a son there, so that would be reason. We've got the a son reason. there. A tourist would want to stay in Delft, which is just 10 or 15 minutes away, and then you could side trip over to the big city.
2: Yeah. But it's, you know, it's an amazing city. All that modern, beautiful architecture. It's, you know, they were completely bombed. And
0: that's true that the The, the Germans just like destroyed Rotterdam. And then they said to the Dutch, do you want to uh, surrender? Yeah. And the Dutch said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that's how the Germans did it. I think they just yeah. destroyed Rotterdam. Yeah. They didn't ask them, and then all of a sudden the Dutch realized this is our existence on the line here. Yeah. And then Rotterdam today is this sparkling modern city.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's
0: quite something. Teresa, how did you find the the Dutch people? Because they they have a there's something unique about Dutch people, and, and your son's living there, so you would know.
2: They're very direct, aren't they? They and they pride themselves. It seems to me on being direct. For example, we, when you walk into a business, there's none of the, hello, how are you, you know, welcome, what can I do for you? It's, what do you want?
0: You know, and I appreciate that. I hired a guide for a couple of days, and we didn't really click. You know, it's like we didn't enjoy talking forever together. We were both working. And I took him out to dinner, and he actually said, you know, I understand you're tired, and, and you don't need to talk to me. <laughs> he just—he was that direct. He says, "Don't bother talking with me." You know, we're both just having dinner here, and uh, it was that kind of shocking directness. And I thought that's very Dutch.
2: It is very Dutch. That's right.
0: It well, let's a get a little
2: it, bit of getting used to yeah,
0: it. Yeah, let's get Angelique's take on that. Do you do, <laughs> do you consider this sort of directness a good thing or a rude thing?
1: Well, I guess I'm used to it, and yes, I recognize what you've been saying, and especially now I'm here, and people are so nice and polite. So you're
0: traveling around the United (laughs) States, and you you notice there's a little bit of informality, and a little more people are talkative, and make nice talk, and so on.
1: Yes, I notice the difference now, yeah. (laughs) But yes, I guess I'm used to it, and sometimes it's it's fun, and it's nice as well, because you really know what you're going to get. I like so, that, and it's yeah. just
0: important for Americans to realize don't take it personally, they're yes. going to tell you the truth
1: Yes, yes You know,
0: it's, it's like here we have a, you know, in the bank the, the teller is fined if they don't smile and wish everybody to have a nice day Yes uh, I don't think the Dutch people are going to waste time with that
2: I don't think I heard that
0: once <laughs> Have a nice day <laughs> But you understand that the people are direct and honest and efficient and, uh, and I think good friends in the Netherlands are, are honest good friends
2: I think you're absolutely right, and you're you're right. It is very refreshing not to have to chat someone up.
0: That's right. Hey, Teresa, thanks for your call.
2: Thank you. Bye. Okay,
0: bye now. Angus is on the line in Walnut Creek, California. Hi, Angus. Thanks for your call.
3: Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. My wife and I are planning a trip to the Netherlands, where we've never been.
0: Great. What are your plans there?
3: Our daughter, she's attending the University of Maastricht for a semester, and we're going to be visiting her, but we're going to start in Amsterdam, where we'll be for several days, and we were looking for interesting ideas, not just in Amsterdam, but perhaps within a day or so. One particular that I wanted to ask about is, I've heard of the the town Arnhem. Please forgive me if I mispronounced the name of Mr. Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. I hear it's pronounced differently there. In, yeah, uh, how do you see, how, how do the ones?
0: Dutch pronounce Vincent Van Gogh? Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Yeah, Van Gogh. But I, I, I think it's okay for us English speakers <laughs> to say Van Gogh, Angus. All right. So there's a wonderful Van Gogh museum outside of Arnhem in the kroller Park, right?
1: Kroller-Muller Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's in the forest. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, that's, So yeah, yeah Angus, nice.
0: if you like Van Gogh, uh, of course there's the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam, which is the best. Mm-hmm. But you've got this other great Van Gogh museum in a park. And it's a beautiful experience because it's sort of close to nature and it's quite Mm. special.
1: Yes, it's a natural park. It's a big forest. And uh, there was this family, Kröller-Müller, who who built this museum right in the forest. And they collected art and lots of art from that time period. So
0: it's more than Van Gogh. It's sort of 20th century art.
1: Yeah, and it's really beautiful. And And also
0: right nearby is the Open Air Folk Museum. Yes, that's true. In Arnhem. and, and, And Angus, if you want to see traditional Dutch life, most of the tour groups and cruise groups and stuff, they go to Zanzachans, which is very commercial and it's nice. But I would say the best two are the Open Air Folk Museum at Arnhem and the Zyder Zee Museum up in Enkusen. Yeah, yeah. And these are both an opportunity to walk through a windmill as it's working, to see how they made paper in the Middle Ages, to go to a little shop and uh, and see what it was like when the, the blacksmith would be walking around wearing wooden shoes and It's just a fascinating look at traditional Dutch culture.
3: It sounds wonderful. And another thing I wanted to ask about is we've just passed the 70th anniversary of the the liberation of the Netherlands by the Allied forces during the war. And I know that there are a number of locations, I'm told, in the Arnhem area honoring some of the uh, American and British and Polish and other soldiers who uh, came through and, and drove the Nazis away at that time.
1: Well, there's the Dam in Amsterdam that's a very famous and every year the Queen goes there and Lays flowers and and there's a minute of silence. But every city has got its monument where every year people go there and be yeah, silent. The main
0: square in in Amsterdam, yeah. the Dam Square. Yeah. And you know, Angus, something that I think is really impressive is the Dutch Resistance Museum in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody goes to see Anne Frank as they should. But I would think the Dutch Resistance Museum is is just as impactful. And almost nobody is there. And there's a very heroic resistance to the Nazis. By the way, if you see the movie The Soldier of Orange before you go, it's a great look at the Dutch uh, heroism when they were occupied by the Nazis.
3: Mm-hmm. I'll make a note and and be sure to see that.
0: Angus, thanks for your call.
3: Thank you so much. I uh, appreciate have it. Have
0: a great trip. Bye now. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about Holland, which is sort of the historic core from a sightseer's point of view of the Netherlands. Our guest is Angelique Merkler, who lives in Delft, one of the cutest towns anywhere. In Holland. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Chris is calling in from Guilford in New Hampshire.
4: Hi. I just wanted to share that my husband and I have been to the Netherlands twice. We did a house swap in 2000 in Rotterdam. And then we did a house swap in 2008 in a small section near Leiden. And uh, I just wanted to share what a wonderful experience it was. And I would highly recommend uh, the Netherlands as a place to visit particularly if it's your first visit to Europe because it's such an easy area to get around and the people are just as warm as warm could be. I can't say enough about it. It, They're just wonderful people. But you could have the same
0: experience with, like, Airbnb or something like this. Yeah,
4: you can. Yes, you can. And we have used, like, HomeAway, and it was just such a great experience because you get to experience a country in sort of a different, more intense sort of way. You know, just certain things... Everyday things that you have to learn how to negotiate.
0: What do you remember that was uniquely Dutch about eating uh, with your uh, home base there?
4: Well, there were French fries with everything.
0: Did you dip your French fries in mayonnaise? In or mayonnaise. In <laughs> now that's a very Dutch thing to do to resist yes, the urge for ketchup. Yeah, sometimes when you'd open,
4: you open, start talking, they realize that you're an American, and they, every now and then they might slip you some ketchup, but. <laughs> Basically, it was mayonnaise
0: and little sandwiches. These beautiful Dutch and sandwiches. The
4: little sandwiches. What's the name and for the Dutch, Dutch, pancakes. Bruges, yeah, the, the Dutch pancakes? Bruges. Bruges. Yeah, that the, you
0: can get beautiful Dutch uh, cheese. Yeah. Yes, you can on the sandwiches and pancakes. Not for breakfast, but for dinner.
2: Yes, for dinner, and yeah. you can get savory or sweet.
0: Angelique, what's a, a tip for uh, the the pancakes? You need to know what to order for dinner for pancakes. <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> what people really like is pancakes with bacon or with cheese. That's so really These are nice. not sweet. These are savory. Yes, and it's really good, and you could add syrup on it, and it's really good.
0: That's a beautiful thing. And
4: there's no maple syrup.
0: <laughs> no maple syrup? <laughs> no maple syrup. So what did you use for syrup?
4: It's um, kind of a molasses.
0: It is, a, it is. Now that you mention it, that is a fine difference, isn't it? I, I'm always a little bit shocked by the syrup because I'm expecting maple syrup.
4: Yeah. Well, I'm from the Northeast. We live off of maple syrup. Oh yeah. Um, so, but
0: it's going local.
4: You, you're going local, and that's part of the the fun experience mm. of the whole thing is is that you you get to experience different. It opens you up, your eyes up to different possibilities.
0: That's a beautiful thing about travel, and I really like going to to Holland for that. In, in part because it's so easy to connect with the people. the The culture is so accessible, but it is so distinct.
4: And you know, you'll run into you know, a Dutch person, and, and you'll start, you know, you'll ask them if they speak English because we don't speak Dutch, and uh, they'll say a little bit, and then they can hold a whole, a major conversation with you. Yeah. So that's why I've told my friends when they go to Europe, go, go to the Netherlands, because you're not going to have any trouble communicating.
0: All right. And the
4: train system is so easy to understand.
0: You know what I like about the trains, Chris, in the Netherlands and in Holland is you don't need to remember the schedule. If it's 20 minutes after, it's 20 minutes after every hour there'll be that departure. Oh, yeah. Typically, you know, if you're in Delft and you want to go to Amsterdam, there'll be a train at 10 minutes after, 30 minutes after, and 50 minutes after every hour all Mm. day long.
4: Mm. And punctual.
0: And punctual, that's right. (laughs) Chris, thanks so much for your call.
4: Well, thank you. Happy travels. Bye.
0: This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Angelique Merclair about Holland, not the Netherlands, but Holland. And Angelique, we've established that Holland is the two biggest states, North and South Holland, in the 12 provinces of the Netherlands. Yes. And as a person who is <clears throat> Dutch and who is a Hollander mm-hmm. living in Delft, a cute, mm-hmm. probably the cutest town I know in Holland, <clears throat> do you have a pride <clears throat> for being in Holland as opposed to the Netherlands? What is your thinking that in that way?
1: Well, it's interesting that you ask that because the rest of the Netherlands think of it as a very big difference between the, the, the Holland people and the Dutch people. We tend to be even more direct and more stressed out than the rest of the Netherlands. And especially the people in the South, In they, they they really think that the, the people from Holland are very different. So
0: so you said direct. That's We were talking about Dutch people are more direct. They don't waste words.
1: Exactly, yes.
0: But you said stressed out. What do you mean by that?
1: More well, business-like, yes. more fast-moving? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. There's, most people work in the West, in the big cities, so, yeah, they tend to be more stressed so out. So
0: they're harder working. They say yes. in Rotterdam, which is the biggest city in, in Holland, yeah. the shirts are sold with the sleeves already rolled up.
1: It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so you're ready to work.
0: <laughs> and then you probably think of the people in the far north of Holland as, conversely, more slow and more uh, less industrious.
1: Yes, it's, yeah. people, they really feel that difference as well. When you go out for a weekend, you go to the east or the north, and you yeah. really notice that the and people are... And as a Hollander, are...
0: you're kind of going, come on, yeah, let's move yeah. this along.
1: Yeah, when you're in the supermarket, people start to talk to each other, and in the West, people are really fast and everything's more...
0: So you're kind of the Germans <clears> of <throat> Holland. Oh, you're kind of the yeah. Germans of the Netherlands. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Can <that's... laughs> I say that? The, the industrious, fast-moving, practical people. Yeah, of... it's a
1: bit like that. What yeah. are you most
0: proud of as... A Dutch person.
1: What I'm most proud of, yeah, I think the tolerance and, and the, f- the fact that it it was the first republic on earth and it inspired the French Revolution and later it inspired the American Revolution. So things like that. That's right. Really... You were
0: the first republic on earth. You broke away from the Spanish king to establish a government that wasn't going to be beholden to the Catholic Church or any king. No popes, no kings. A modern republic. It's unique. Run by hardworking business people.
1: Yes, and one prince who was very brave and lived in Delft.
0: <laughs> Angelique, this has been very interesting for me and I, I think our listeners too. Thank you for giving us a better understanding of Holland as distinct from the Netherlands. I guess I should say Doncouvel. <laughs> Each year, Rick Steves Tour Guides take free-spirited travelers on escorted tours all over Europe, one small group at a time. This year, you can choose from three dozen exciting itineraries covering the best of Europe from Ireland to Istanbul, Paris to St. Petersburg, and practically everywhere in between. For a free catalog and Rick's Tour Experience DVD, visit the tour pages at ricksteves.com.